Okay, this week we are jumping right into uh, a classic franchise and long-awaited sequel uh, that asks the ever-important question, who are you going to call? And I, of course, am talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife uh, that picks up after the second Ghostbusters film with the grandchildren of Mr. Spangler. Uh, a film that explores uh, family and redemption of some some parts and uh, just crazy adventures in ghosts. But is it good? Let's find out. We have a guest. We have a guest. We have a guest this week. Yeah. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, welcome. To episode 79. Welcome, welcome. Of But Is It Good podcast. I am your host, Hunter Callahan. And I am your host, Zach Olson. And we have a special guest. I cut you off a little bit. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> Zach, what? You're excited. What's your last name again? You're excited. Yes. My uh, last name is Olson. <laughs> O-L-S-O-N. Yes, thank you. We have a special guest this week. Mr. Robert Clough is here to talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife. How are you, Robert? Hey, I'm great. Thanks so much. I feel like I'm getting to hang out with the cool kids. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not. I'm sorry. We are not cool in any way. Um, but it's thank you for being... Well, Zach's cool. True. Zach's yeah. cool. We try to <laughs> be cool. Stay in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, so you... We saw you uh, like a week or two ago, I think. It's been a week or so, and you right. mentioned this movie, and mm-hmm. we were like, you know what? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. This is the only time you've, this is the second time you've ever met Zach in your life. Yes, exactly. We're already close friends. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. But, uh, yeah, how's life? Hey, it's great. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been able to listen to some of the podcasts mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, there's actually a character in the movie we're talking about named podcast. I know. That is true. It's yeah. Like this is, this is like, this podcast is like Inception. And let me just say to y'all. Your podcast really got its legs in episode 46. 46? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it found its voice in episode 46. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Zach, how are you? I'm doing well. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, living life. Trucking along. Uh, training for a half marathon. That is true. Oh Exciting. My. Doing that in uh, Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, Thanksgiving morning. Exciting stuff. So that'll be, I'll yeah. run <laughs> and I'll eat as much food yes, as I possibly can. Yes, you'll run for a very long time. Yeah, it'll be great. Are you going to carboload like, on the office? Get uh, some Alfredo before you <laughs> run? <laughs> like, directly before yes. I run? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's the plan. Idea. How are you, Hunter? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. It was uh, my dad's birthday yesterday. Mm-hmm. Turned 69. Yesterday, Saturday. Saturday, yes. At the time of, the, of this recording. Right. When you hear this, it'll be on Monday, because it comes out on Monday, but... Yesterday being Saturday, the second was my dad's birthday, so we hung out at the pool. Zach, you were there. I was there. Hung out with uh, with the fam. Did you know that fun? that he shares a birthday with someone from this movie? Yes. Who is that? He does. Dan yes. Aykroyd. His is that birthday Lisa? Is yesterday. Is Lisa here? <laughs> she is here. <laughs> hey, Lisa. <laughs> uh, yes, Dan Aykroyd's birthday was uh, yesterday as well. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that until Robert. Uh, gave us this great printout because yeah. we he's he Robert so a prof- Robert's was, a professional. I was gonna say he's not only the <laughs> guest, he's also the producer of this episode. <laughs> so <laughs> thank goodness. Uh, but cool. Um, anybody else got any other housekeeping? Anything going on? Anything that's worth mentioning besides Happy Fourth? I guess when this comes out, yeah. Happy Fourth, Fourth of July. Yeah, tomorrow. 
Are you good? Ready yeah, to we're jump good. in? Okay. Let's do it. So let's do this thing. Robert, we can start with you. Okay. Very briefly, a couple of sentences. Non-spoilers. What are your thoughts? Your first think back to when you first saw this film. What is your first reaction to this movie in a very vague way? Okay, so I bring age to this particular podcast. And uh, to talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife, you have to understand I was uh, just out of high school in 1984 when this movie came out. Mm -hmm. And it had such an impact on me. Those characters for me were Saturday Night Live, which I Mm -hmm. grew up with in my high school years. And to see this movie which I'm really not somebody that watches a lot of movies. Uh, My friend Jason in Florida asked me uh, to see it and uh, I watched it and I I was taken away by it. I was, uh, it was an emotional movie for me. So uh, I had that background for Ghostbusters and the the franchise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would. So I was saying earlier, like, and we can discuss this a little bit later in spoilers that it probably hit you very differently than it hit us. Right. We, I mean, I, I guess I can go, I really had a good time watching this. Um, but I also was telling you when I got here that there were a lot of shots where I thought, that's probably a reference. Oh, yeah. That I oh, don't understand, that I don't understand. Yes. <laughs> um, some of them I, I did get, because I have seen Ghostbusters, but it's been a long, long time, and I've never seen the second one. Um, but that, that being said, I think it's a testament to this film that even without my history of Ghostbusters, I actually really enjoyed the movie. I had a really good time. Mm-hmm. I thought it was ridiculous. In good ways. Yes. I, I laughed out loud multiple times. Um, I think the cast was great. Uh, great chemistry. I liked that even in the, with, you know, in modern day where we have great technology for movies and CGI, you, you could tell that it was like a lot of practical effects. Right. Um, to make it look like the original movie. Right. So I really, really enjoyed that. Um, what about you, Zach? Because you just finished it. <laughs> I did. Literally I just finished 10 it. Minutes ago. <laughs> no, it's it about thirty minutes no, ago. Yeah, no. Um, no, I, I, um, <laughs> I really enjoyed this film. Uh, I'll say that it felt like a new original story. You know, with the with the kids coming in, there was a point in this film that I was just filled with joy because it gave me nostalgia for the first two Ghostbusters films. Have you seen the first two? I'm I have, yeah, 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 multiple times. Uh, they're some of the most quotable movies yep. <laughs> in the world, in my opinion. Yep. <laughs> Just all the little like quips between them, you know. Yes. But um, no, I had a, I had a really good time uh, watching this film. Uh, it's it was refreshing to to see this and how connected it is to the first two films. After what was it in 2016? Yeah, the like reboot sort of the reboot Ghostbusters yeah. film that didn't really feel. Canon. <laughs> well, that's know? the thing that right. we were actually we were just talking about too. Which that was a fun film too, but it just. That's the thing that we can talk about that, that uh, briefly is that that one isn't in the same timeline, I guess. Right. Like, because I was telling Robert that Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and stuff, they make appearances as like different characters. Yeah. So it's like, I believe in the in 2016 one, uh, which I have actually heard was good. It was like a. It was fine. I enjoyed it, but it it didn't. It could have been something completely different. It didn't have to be Ghostbusters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, have you seen it? Right? I've never seen it. Okay. Yeah. And that's kind of thing that you I don't feel need like. To. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and we'll see. That's the thing is like it's hard to call it Ghostbusters because right. it's like, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it, it had its perks. I've never, I've seen parts of it, I believe. Okay. Um, but it's, I was telling Robert again, it's sort of like Halloween where it's like you have like 15 Halloween movies. Right. But then they made a sequel to the first one. They're like, right. that is count. It's fine. It's just 
right. doing that. Like, we were just people. playing. Now, yeah, now which, here's the next one. Which is fine because I feel like when it's been 30, 40 years of franchise like this, it, sort of like Top Gun, you, mm-hmm. you kind of have to reference the old ones. Not too much. Right. Because then it just becomes like fan service and it's not a real story. But right. like to take that. If when the first Ghostbusters sets up this story, it feels more earned. That makes sense. It does oh, absolutely. So. I think what they did here was they wanted to make it uh, a more fan consistent Ghostbusters, yeah. but also appeal to younger audience. I I, yeah. I took it when I watched it. I didn't really notice it at first, but probably just read it online somewhere sure. that it had a Stranger, um, Things, Stranger Things feel. It, yeah, it absolutely had a Stranger Things yeah. feel. That's very timely right now. I mean, yes, I was watching Stranger Things last night. Yeah. Um, and one, because Finn Wolfhard is in both yep. of these. Um, but also just the the kids, <laughs> the kids like yeah. figuring out the mysteries yeah. and saving the world kind of, you know, right. storyline. Yeah. Well, it's funny because it's sort of like a, a secular thing because I would say that the original in definitely influenced Stranger Things. Sure. Because it's, it's set in the 80s and it's full of 80s, right. you know, quote unquote horror tropes. Uh, and then even coming backward, the way that, Stranger Things took that genre, influenced this one too, right? So it's it's yeah. definitely very Stranger Things esque, but also feels like Ghostbusters, you know? Yeah. So I would say that for sure. Oh sure, um, absolutely. It started out a little slow, but then it got in full Ghostbusters mode. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. say there were some things that I was hoping would happen uh, that didn't, which I don't think is a good or bad thing. I was just like, which we can get into spoilers. Where where I thought the story, like who I thought was going to play what part, didn't end up happening, which can be a good thing. Right. Um, but we can discuss that later. But like, that's not. It still pulled it off. I think in a great way. Um, cool. Anything else to add before we get into spoilers? Uh, yeah, I read the other day that Finn actually has a Ghostbusters suit on in a Halloween episode that of Stranger Things. He does. Actually, they all. I think they all go. Yeah. They all go to school. I think as that's Ghostbusters. season season one. That is so true. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. That is that's really funny. Anyway, okay, cool. So, um, do we know what time it is? It is time for movie in a minute. No, it's time for spoilers. Yes, I'm getting there. Okay. I was going to sing the song first. <laughs> okay, it's time. I'm sorry. Okay, fine, we'll do it now. Spoilers. Spoilers ahoy. Spoilers are coming. If you have not seen this movie and you don't want to spoil, please go watch it and then come back or just stop listening mm-hmm. and never come back again. Yes. Either one's fine. Well, hold on. They, they can come back. Come back to, to, to a different episode <laughs> that you <laughs> have seen <laughs> or just watch the movie first. Um, so, Robert, are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Time for movie in a minute. We're gonna sing. Gonna die for a movie in a minute. Gonna talk. Movie in a minute. Movies. Movies. Movies in a minute. Just a minute. Movies. 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 Movies in a minute. Movies. Movies. Cool. It's time. Okay. Uh was wonderful. One second. Okay, camera set up. Zach, are you ready? I'm I'm ready. Can you actually can you time it? Yeah, yeah, I got so you. So, rules of the game, Robert, you have 60 seconds. Okay. 60 seconds. To explain the movie in its entirety, to the best of your ability. We'll give you probably like a 10-second countdown at the end. So, when you have 10 seconds left, we'll probably do like this, just so you know. Perfect. Um, and then that's kind of the only rule of the game. In that case, <laughs> since I have to hold my microphone, can you do the 10 yeah, seconds? Yeah, that's true, that's true. Okay. Zach is good. Robert, are you good? I'm good. You ready to go? I am ready. All right. This is Ghostbusters Afterlife in one minute. Featuring Robert Clough in three, two, one, go. 
Okay, it starts out with a Ghostbusters car flying through the road, chased by a ghost. And then we see the original Ghostbuster, Egon Spengler, running to his farmhouse with a ghost in a trap. He's trying to lure another ghost to his house, but his trap fails for that ghost, and the ghost ends up killing him. Egon's daughter, Callie, inherits the farm that Spengler owned, and though it's in bad shape, she's forced to live there. Her two kids, Trevor and Phoebe, Phoebe goes to summer school. She meets a teacher, Gary. He's a seismologist, which is perhaps uh, what drew him to the town of Somerville because uh, he, uh, uh, there's a lot of unexplained earthquakes. So Phoebe starts discovering ghosts in her house, and it's leading her to all kinds of clues and uh, Phoebe uh, gets put in jail because they're chasing a ghost and they tear up the town. They end up having a, um, uh, a call to one of the other original Ghostbusters, Ray, and then they're all joined together at the Shandor Mine, which is uh, where Gozer's released and decides to uh, start uh, terrorizing the town. Okay. Job well done. All righty. There you have it. That's the episode of the whole That's, movie. Yeah. See you guys next week. <laughs> okay. We Bye, everybody. <laughs> so now it's time to oh, – let me turn this off. Spoilers, free game from here on out. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Where would we like to begin? Let's discuss Ghostbusters. Where, where, where would you like to begin, Robert? Well, okay. Um, let's talk about that beginning. Okay. So I did not realize this until after the movie, which I feel kind of dumb for this, but I forgot his name. But the guy who plays uh, Spangler – Died yeah. in 2014. Harold Correct. Ramis. Correct. So this is, uh, I guess, a stand-in made to look like him, if you will. At the beginning? Yes. When it's all grainy and you can't see yeah, his face? Yeah, his face is like hidden. You can tell it's him because, because the, of the, 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 iconi- the iconic the hair. hair you yeah. Know? yeah, and they mentioned that uh, they tried to model the hair after, which I didn't even know. I guess I knew they had it, but the, uh, there was a comic book, Ghostbusters. Okay. Yes, and that's and how show, they modeled. Believe, too, like a, like, like, a, like a cartoon. Cartoon, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. So they modeled um, it after some of that 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 hair thing yes. to give that reference. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I mean, I like that we jump right into it. There's a lot going on. He's yeah. trying to capture. I guess it's, is it Dozer? It is the, at this point. Dozer. At this point, Gozer has Gozer? not. Gozer. 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 I'm yeah. so sorry. Gozer the Gazarian. <laughs> Excuse me. So you've got the 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 gatekeeper, and then what's the other the other like keymaster? Keymaster. Key master. Okay, so he had one of them in the trap. That and he true. was trying to capture the other one, I think, is what okay. was something like that. Yeah, because if, if he has both those trapped, then then uh, Gozer can never come back. Would that be accurate? I believe so. Yes. Okay. Well, it would lure Gozer to the Shandor Mine, yes. which okay. is where is kind of the gateway of the release of all the undead. Right. Yeah, which is Shandor is the guy from the tower. In the first movie, he was the architect yes. of the Manhattan Tower mm-hmm. that they fought Gozer. Right. Okay. He yes. had this uh, mineral that the Shandor mine. Yep. It came from that yep. mine that was kind of a conduit uh, transmitter for this uh, afterworld. Yeah. Gotcha. Because um, that stuff, like I, I didn't. So I sent Robert uh, a video, which I mentioned them for New Rockstars. Did you do the yeah the breakdowns? I completely forgot that. Gozer was in the first movie, and what? all these. It's been that long. I for so you didn't get the. I for some reason just thought of the big marshmallow man. You didn't. You didn't yeah. get the "Are you a god?" reference when he's like, "Come on, man!" Not the Say first. It. Not, not the first time. Are you a god? Not the first time. Not the first time. If I'll someone admit. asks if you're a god, <laughs> you say, say yes. yes. <laughs> See, I didn't. I didn't get. But but I knew. I was like, "That's a that's a reference. Yeah. <laughs> that's a reference to the first one." Um, 
But yeah, so this is where they get. So I do like already that is so integral to the first movie. Mm-hmm. Like you think you're in the middle of nowhere, but in reality you're in a place that's like the center of all the chaos that's happened in this universe yep. already. Right. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so he dies. Spangler yep. dies because his, his ch- trap chair, his trap fails. Yeah. The, the generators, the, like dirt trap, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Blows a fuse, and then he. And that's a throwback to the original movie where there was a. Uh, a guy who wanted to shut down the Ghostbusters mm-hmm. and he pulls the lever to mm-hmm. turn the power off of the Ghostbusters headquarters, which releases all the ghosts and causes all the problems oh, in the first you. movie. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. See, didn't, didn't know that. So you had two power failures that happen. You have the one that he dies from. Mm-hmm. And then there's one later on in the movie right. where yes. they have a failure. Of well, power. Which, it, which it like happens again. And then uh, what's Finn's name? Trevor. Is that the kid's name? That was Trevor. Tre- Trevor. Then he shoots the thing in it. Because uh, my name is Trevor. <laughs> <Yes>. Trevor? <laughs> um, that's the wrong universe reference. Yeah, I um, know. But <laughs> no, I know. I, I was like that. When he said that, I was I thinking, like so there's a, uh, in one of the Marvel yeah. movies. Have you seen Iron Man 3? I have, yes. The, when the, what's he called? The, the Mandarin? The, ma- the fake Mandarin? Yeah. He's, he's like, like an actor. Yeah. And he's like, my name's Trevor. My name's Trevor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trevor Slattery. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, so then we cut to, well, I guess this is still modern times, but we go mm-hmm. and we see uh, Callie? Callie? Yeah, Carrie. Carrie. Oh, she, no, Callie. Carrie's her real name. Oh, okay. Ca- Callie, Callie is Callie, the stage Callie's name. Callie's the mom the in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, we see her. So that's uh, uh, Spangler's daughter. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we meet uh, the family. And then uh, Phoebe, as I mean, like, even I can re- reference, looks just like. Spangler got the glasses, right. yeah. the dirty clothes, you know. Um, which I don't know if y'all have seen. Uh, if you've seen, oh crap, it's called Troop Zero. Um, it's a really goofy movie. She's in it. She's great. Oh. Or then she was recently in the most recent uh, season of Handmaid's Tale, which is a really heavy show. But she's a great yeah. little actress. Um, so the cast is amazing in this movie. She was she was young Carol uh, Danvers in Captain America. Oh really? Or uh, uh, Captain Marvel? I mean, I didn't even know that. Yeah. She's great, man, um, and she does great in this movie. She's so I love, I love her jokes. She's yeah. so awful. <laughs> I really like her jokes too. <laughs> they <laughs> were great. What about Adams? Because they make up everything. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, why can you never uh, believe in Adam? Because they make up everything. I like the, the joke. <laughs> it <laughs> is. It's a dark joke, but the one where she's like, what do you call a dead polar bear? <laughs> she's like, anything you want. He like, can't dead. hear you anymore. <laughs> he can't hear you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. oh man. So they get evicted. They move to. Um, the dirt farmer, mm-hmm. dirt farmer's house. Yep. Which is Spangler's farm. That's Spangler's farm. Um, and it is really interesting. I don't know about how how it hits you, uh, but it was interesting for me to try and reconcile because I know Ghostbusters is is a pretty lighthearted franchise anyway. Um, but like, yeah, like, did Spangler just abandon his family, and like, why? You know, because that's yeah. a that's mm-hmm. a very real trauma for Callie. Yes, indeed. Um, so it's very interesting to, to kind of see her, like what it does to her being there and then like Phoebe and stuff, navigating that and learning like, okay, well, my grandpa wasn't some horrible, you know, guy. He wasn't just like a deadbeat drifter. Yeah, yeah like he yeah. was a scientist, which I think is right. interesting because it's probably hard for Phoebe because she's, there's that line and it's a joke, but she's like, don't be yourself, which is really sad <laughs> uh, because she... Her, she identifies early on as a scientist, and then she learns that her grandpa's a scientist. Right. She's like, well, then he can't have been this bad person because, like, that's what I am. So I think it's really cool to see how the, the different 
And then uh, I keep saying Ben Trevor is just your, your standard, like, I guess he's 15 in this movie. Teenage boy trying he's to. He's 14. I think he's turning. No, he's he's 15, almost 16. Oh, yeah, you're right. He's like, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm well 16 right. in February. She's like, it's June. <laughs> well, because he lies yeah, yeah, he to try to get a job 17. at his uh, girlfriend wannabe's uh, mm-hmm. restaurant. Which was interesting because, like, I couldn't tell. One, he got the job very easily, but I couldn't really tell. I was like, why does, dude, the, the, like, does she even like him? Because all, all, her friends were, like, really mean to him at first. Yeah. Right. But then he gets invited to go up the mountain, and it seems like they're connecting. Um, but what do you guys think of like the family chemistry and everything? Like I thought it was great. I thought I thought the interactions really carried the movie for me. Yeah, I, I think you're set up at the beginning of the movie to know that uh, Spangler, by by all accounts, was a terrible dad. Was a terrible. Yeah. Right. I don't even think Phoebe knew he was his granddaughter. No. I mean, his, his grandfather. Yeah. She didn't didn't think that uh, he was her grandfather uh, early on. And then start seeing through discovery of the Ghostbuster equipment and of uh, YouTube videos. Yeah, because right? Gary, the power Gary of YouTube. shows him. Yeah, Gary shows <laughs> right. her. He's like, you haven't heard of the, the New York in '84 or whatever. Right. Um, so that's so that shows that like Callie. I, I mean, I'm, I'd, I'd be curious to know what she's even said about her dad to her kids. Yeah, but the kids and mom relate to each other really well. There's the scene mm-hmm. where they get under the table. And there's oh, that yeah. earthquake. It's great, it's great the, banter. The yeah, town yeah. Has Remember that time we died on our summer <laughs> trip? Or <laughs> yes. whatever he says? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. The, the, the whole, like, all the banter is great. It is. It's really great. It, yeah. it works. Um, I'm have, trying to think they have of good chemistry. One thing that I thought was interesting, and maybe this is just because of who I am, but if I inherited this old house, uh, the first thing I would do is like look in all the sheds and stuff, but it seems like they're there for like a week before anyone discovers the pole that goes down into his like lab yeah. area. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I was like, that's interesting that she just found this. Yeah. It's not like it was covered up or anything. It was just... And and, yeah. and kind of uh, an odd placement because yeah. obviously the Ghostbusters originally had a pole in right. their office. Because it was like a fire station. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so right. it's kind of like a Batman thing. Oh, yeah. that's right. It had the pole because it was a two-story yeah. uh, downtown New York building. Yeah. So that yeah. pole was their convenient way of getting from yeah. second floor. Kind of right. kind of not like Batman where he had the pole that mysteriously... Got all his costume when, on. Yeah. So oh, in this, well, I mean, of course, Adam West. <laughs> in this case, when they when they go down the pole into the like secret lab area, I didn't see any stairs, so they just have to climb back that's, up the pole. That's a good uh, yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get down really quick, but it takes a long time to get back up. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> um, I uh, I really just love that they're also like drastically different. Like you mm-hmm. know, Trevor is the sort of spastic, you know, guy. He's just running around trying to get the girl, and then. Callie is obviously having a hard time, just she's, you know, down on her luck. But then Phoebe is this like super stoic, right? Like she's talking to a ghost, and it's just like, yeah, sure. Like I'd be, like if I was playing chess, and the things move, I'd be like, what is going on? Like she's just like, <laughs> yeah. okay, I guess we're playing a game, you know? Yeah. And 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 that stoic comes exactly from her grandfather. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Same personality. Um. And I and I I really did enjoy how it was him, like. Showing her everything and like you, right. you get the the idea of like okay well there's more to Spangler than than this movie's telling you and so we're gonna find out eventually right um, and also she's brilliant I mean he shines yeah. a lot in this like engine she's like oh it's missing these capacitors I was just I was like what <laughs> yeah and apparently <laughs> going back to the comics Spangler was a big fan of chess he loved playing chess but could never get anybody to play chess with him oh, oh. that's Awesome. 
So See, there they like, drew you in right there if you were a big like, fan of the comics. I can imagine for like someone like you, like that's a bigger moment. Then I'd be like, oh, Fuller Plain Trains. Oh, no, I had no clue that was oh, okay. a reference. I read that. <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, I really also, I think Paul Rudd uh, elevates anything he's in. I think yep. he's just, his just his interactions with anybody in film, I think, are great. Yeah. I love when she walked in. He was just like, uh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Right. Um, you mean when he's looking at the... The, yeah, the yeah, because he's measuring. He's like, there's a really, really cool movie about a dog <laughs> that eats children on it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, you don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but see, I, what I was saying earlier, I thought he was going to be a bit more integral into like the Ghostbusters kind of coming back. Insane, like maybe he would have helped them catch a ghost or that kind of stuff. But instead, he gets he becomes the key master, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, so the movie needed a modern day keymaster right. and, and uh, the other one, uh, the, the gatekeeper. gatekeeper. Yeah. Yeah. And so they found that in Paul. Yeah, um, and see, I didn't even realize that was. I see, I just, I didn't realize that those are from the first movies. Right. I remembered the, excuse me. I remembered the monsters, like the dogs or whatever, the crazy yeah. demon dogs, but not that they were the. I should have watched the original movie again. <laughs> and that, that's the thing I have about a lot of movies, even the Marvel movies and right. uh, uh, some of the more modern-day movies where you have to keep up. Uh, when I watched Ghostbusters, I was in it for the actors, the comedians that I was a big fan of. Right. I did not know the story of Gozer the Gazarian or the handbook that they use for paranormal and mm -hmm. none of that stuff. But it turned out Dan Aykroyd was a huge fan of that stuff and had yeah. written this script like when he was much younger and oh, it gotcha. just turned into Ghostbusters. Gotcha. See, that's it is sort of a lost art these days where it's like, which this is something that me and Zach have discussed many times because it's it's the never-ending content, you know. Like we with 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 Marvel or I mean Star Wars nowadays, where it's like, okay, well, I've got to watch thirteen movies and four shows to, to understand to what's, know gonna what's going to happen in this upcoming exactly. movie. Exactly. Like my so we were talking about uh, a former guest of the show, Jamie. We she refuses to say her last name, so we call her Jamie Beep. Jamie Beep. Um, she took my mom to go see Doctor Strange, uh. which I think is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> but we actually saw we saw. Shang-Chi with Jamie and my mom. Mm -hmm. And that movie's a bit more standalone. You can understand the movie like from what it is. Yeah. But Without needing a bunch of yeah. other But I imagine my mom going to see Doctor Strange. I'm not sure if you've seen the newest Doctor Strange. I have not. But it is like if you haven't seen WandaVision and haven't seen the other movies, you have no clue. Like not a clue what's going on. Right. Okay. Um so it does make it harder for the standard like for, for the casual fan. Yeah. But for me in this movie I didn't know what was going on at the time as far as like references, but I actually, I knew the movie mm -hmm. and I wasn't lost. Right. So the movie didn't suffer for me because I didn't know the first one very well. Because in the movie, like, okay, we have a key master gatekeeper. I was like, okay, cool. I didn't need to know it was from the first movie. Right. You know what I mean? Like there are parts like when <laughs> she stands up and she's in that dress, like all of a sudden, <laughs> I was like, this is ridiculous. Which yeah. I realized is from the first movie, like with I think it's Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver, who Weaver actually cameos one. in this movie. Yep, she does. I, I, yep. Uh, and like how they have to like they have to uh, uh, formally connect, as they say in the movie. He yeah. Like, he like yes. crawls up on all fours. He's like, I like your face or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, see that I didn't. I was like, this is, but I, but the, it still fits in the movie. It's just mm -hmm. as ridiculous. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm in for this. So I think that's a testament to this film that it doesn't it. If you've seen the old ones, it's great. 
if you haven't, it's still a good movie. You know what I mean? I would agree. Like I would agree. And it, it makes you want to go back and watch the originals yeah, yeah, to yeah. understand it. And yeah. then, you know, becomes a movie that you can reuse a couple of times and watch. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Um, anyway, so where are we at? I know we, we kind of skipped around. Um, Do we want to talk about the, the Shandor mine? Shandor. Oh, yeah. So she meets podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, podcast. yeah. And then she, I think she's going to... I'm not sure where she's going, but she's like, I don't, I don't believe in ghosts, whatever. And he's like, I need to show you something. Oh yeah. And then he takes her to the mine, and there's a carvings on the wall. It shows the gatekeeper, like the monsters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just showed up like in the yeah recently he in said, the like, town. It just right. happened. No one knows who did this, where it came from. Um, but even like like what I was just saying, that gives us a story, but it's still like she's learning it for the first time. So it's not like it's being rehashed for no reason. Like it's still. Mm-hmm. It feels natural in in, in the film. Um, excuse me, um, but yeah, I think it's a really interesting uh, idea. I know that you want to talk about. So, what do you what do you, do you have any thoughts on the on, on the mind that you wanted to bring up or just talk? Well, about? I just wanted to progress the. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so they they go they go to the mine and they they see these you know markings on the wall. It's shortly after that that um, Egon like leads her to the. The little puzzle on the floor where the the trap is hidden. Yes. Right. Right. Um, and she, because she's a genius, she knows how to <laughs> how to intense. open that up. Yeah. Uh, and she gets the trap out, and then I think it's like the next day at summer school, she takes the trap there, and, and Gruber, Gru- Gruberson, Gary, Gary Gruberson, Gruberson is like, yeah. oh my god, that's a great it's replica. A great replica. Yeah. Right. Um, and but then it shocks him or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, so he sees like something like. Some Leaking, like yeah, he's like, oh my god, this is yeah, thing. like some particle things. Um, then they open it. <laughs> I have a question. <laughs> yeah, that you might know better than than me, or maybe you will because you've seen them. When they trap a ghost, mm-hmm. what do they do with it? Just leave it in the trap. It goes in the trap, and a little light goes ding, ding. Yes, ding. but is that trap no longer usable? It, it's full. It's like a pokeball. Yeah, it's full. So they can't like just so. I guess my question is, if they only have one trap, they can only trap one ghost? Yeah. And that's exactly why he was a dirt farmer. Right. Yes, so he that's had all these traps. That's why he had like a hundred traps. Okay. All those traps under the dirt, and all it needed was a massive amount of power, mm-hmm. yes. which failed on him. Cause that, I, that kept wondering, because like when they caught the muncher or whatever. Muncher. Yeah. Um, I kept thinking, I was like, okay, they have this trap. Where are they going to do with muncher? Which they do let them out eventually, because they have to let them out too. To, to get their get equipment. their stuff back, yeah. Um, but in the back of my head, I kept wondering. I was like, okay, so like when they catch him, what do they do with him? I guess he just stays yeah. in the trap. They just keep him in the trap. And wow. as a matter of fact, that leads to the very last scene in the movie, which will lead towards a possible sequel that's being yes. really, really p- talked about right now. Well, mm-hmm. uh, we'll get to that later. Okay, because I have news. Um, <laughs> Ooh, news. Yeah, that's uh, that's later on. Uh, is there yeah, a song so for news? That, there is a oh, song. We song for everything, man. Sweet. We got songs for everything. Um, we can just start singing right now if you want to. Hey, you know I would. Sing about Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> In a little bit, we're going to talk about the news, but not right now. Not right, right now. now. News we're later on. We're still in the movie. Um, so, <laughs> there, the, the, the only gripe I have with this movie, and it's not even a gripe, it's like, in a movie like this, it's really easy to like suspend disbelief. But this is a right. very common theme in things like Star Wars, even like the original, but also the new one, like with Ray and Luke. Mm-hmm. There's uh, they 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 have a name for them in film. It's like the Mary Sue or something like that or whatever, where it's like they just sort of know how to do everything. 
Okay, so so that's my only gripe is, is that where Phoebe knows how to. Not even Phoebe. Phoebe, I can I can buy because like she is a certified genius and like Egon's kind of like coaching her. Oh, but but but, but like podcast when he knows how to how to do the podcast can do the <laughs> oh, track yeah. all of a sudden he just knew. and then and then Trevor yeah like not only can drive but like knows how to work the like I was just like uh-huh. that's but like that's my that's kind of my only gripe where I was like okay all right I guess we're in this you know what I mean yeah right um. But again, like that doesn't bring the movie down for me. I, I eventually was like, okay, they can do it. Sure. Carry I had, on. you know, I had one gripe, and that was when Phoebe's talked about her uh, grandfather died of a heart attack. That was the whole thing. Was they they knew they were going to the house because he died of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know he died of a heart attack. I mean, when yeah. you see movies like Jurassic Park and somebody gets splashed by the dinosaur, you know, yeah. stomped by the dinosaur. I mean, I I know how he died. He died because of a dinosaur. He yeah. died. Yeah. Spangler. Spangler died because uh, he was caught by a, yeah, one of those like ghosts and like it grabbed him just like it did uh, Sigourney Weaver's yeah, yeah. character mm-hmm. in the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. So that Dana. I was I was I was confused. so he did die from the ghost like the ghost does kill yeah. him. Okay. Yeah. All right. So but, but that even goes back to show that like whatever information they're getting from their mom and perhaps she's getting from someone else isn't the re- it isn't the truth. Right. Is this like yeah, he cuz I guess they just found him there. I guess. Supposedly. They because the the cold open ends with him in his chair mm-hmm. and the little meter underneath the chair and it's like his body and he, but he doesn't look like he's been wounded he's just sort of there so I guess they would assume a heart attack yeah and did you catch the reference when he died probably the, not the, tr- <laughs> the the so they have these little devices they carry around yeah, the right. ghost detectors they call them something else yeah. Well, the ghost detector laying at his feet that he was using to see if the ghost was around all of a sudden starts lighting up. Yeah, because it's him. And then you see Phoebe using that same device, and when she's in her room, that device starts lighting up, and Mm -hmm. it's because he's in there as the ghost now. Yeah, that's that's I I I feel like when I saw it at the beginning, I did I was like I guess there's something happening. When it happened in Phoebe's room, I realized I I said okay that's Spangler. Right. I, I got that pretty quick. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah, so we find the car. That's what it was. Trevor just fixes the car. Well, he almost fixes the car. And <laughs> That's then, true. And, That's then, true. Uh, and then Egon. Spang, yeah, like does a little wire. Right. But I was kind of like, is he? What I'm does almost, he know? I'm almost 30, <laughs> and I can't fix the car. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, I mean, nah, I'm not saying he couldn't have. It just seemed a little random where he was like, I can all of a sudden fix this, like, 19... 19- what, 60s Cadillac? Because it was old in the first movie, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, so um, that's been sitting there for God knows how long. Right. Right. That's my only gripe. Um, See, that was more consistent with Dan Aykroyd's character, Ray. He was into cars, and all these reflect Dan Aykroyd in real life. He was into the paranormal stuff. He's into the cars, and he has all these little quirky things that he says, and it's that dry wit that kind of drives a lot of the Ghostbuster movies. So Mm -hmm. let me ask you. Um, and then we can we can move on. We have uh, Phoebe, Trevor, podcast, and then at the end we have, have Lucky. That's the girl's name. We have right? Lucky, yes. So if you had to correlate each those four to the original Ghostbusters, 
Who's who? So Phoebe's Spangler. Phoebe, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Then I would say Trevor's Ray. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, we, we kind of established that. Mm-hmm. Uh, gee, the other ones. Uh, Bill Murray's character, he was just a wise ass. And uh, uh, he was the only, like, womanizer of the group yeah. where he was always pursuing girls. Well, he was talking to Gozer. He was like, we could have been a power couple. <laughs> yes. <could've> oh, <laughs> fantastic line, too. Um, oh, yeah. So that would be like, I, I would say probably podcast. He was the goofy one, maybe. Yeah, yeah, let's see. And who else? Well, we had Ernie Hudson, who played the uh, the uh, fourth guy. Well, if we're talking about the original three, yeah. I think we just covered well, it. Well, and the fourth was... Um, but Ernie Hudson played the other Ghostbuster. Winston. Winston, thank uh, you. And I guess Lucky's tough, because she's only a Ghostbuster So Lucky could have been... A few minutes. She could have been, a, she could have been the Winston. Yeah. And it's interesting, because they're actually, at the end of the original Ghostbusters movie, the Rick Moranis character becomes a Ghostbuster. Okay. And yeah, he is not in this movie, right. so and no no ex- explanation given. So, is, so is is Ernie from the second one? Ernie's from the first one. Oh, okay. he he interviewed for to be a Ghostbuster when they first established their headquarters in New York City. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And he references. Um, does he become one? He does. In, in the first one? Okay. He okay. is. By the end of the movie, he's there fighting him. You yeah. haven't seen that movie, have you? I've s- <laughs> it's been so long. Or I have. maybe I've just seen parts of it. I thought I'd seen it. Okay. okay. For some reason, all I can think of are certain bits in The Marshmallow Man. So I might not have seen the whole thing. Yeah. But I feel like I have. I'm sorry. Yeah, he, he references what he says for the interview. And, of course, he gets the, he gets the job. The, the, one of the Ghostbusters, I think it's uh, Dan Aykroyd, Ray, walks by, and he goes, hey uh, – um, uh, Annie Potts, who plays their mm-hmm. secretary yeah. mm-hmm. and is in this movie yep. as a pro, uh, one of the main characters, uh, or at least uh, a, a, a character versus a cameo. Right. She uh, she says, uh, "Hey Ray, uh, this man's here about the job," and he goes, "You're hired." Yeah. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, I Janine, uh, that's Annie Potts' character. Yes, Janine. She's, she's probably the reason that that they were under the impression that it was a heart attack, right? Because who else would go up to this dirt farm and find Egon's body other than the the woman who's like taking care of his bills and stuff? Which right? Oh, I see Were what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? And so because so, so they may she, have just not known about the ghost, right? And they just she, said, she probably, "Oh, he died of a heart attack." Right. She probably went up there, knew what was going on because you know she knows what's going on, yep. and didn't want to say, is, "Hey, this man was eviscerated by a ghost." Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do you put that in person. obituary? Right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, I was gonna say. I have a uh, uh, hypothetical for both of you. Okay. So we walk in the in the house. We see all the crazy stuff. We see that giant stack of books, like from the first movie. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? Right. And then we see all the numbers on the roof, on the roof, but on the on the wall, on the ceiling. Sure. And then later on in the mine, we see those on the wall again. It's years. Yes. Yeah. We see 1883, which is uh, Vesuvius. Uh, 1908. Wow. Um, <laughs> Good for you knowing that. <laughs> hey, what actually was funny is that they say that in the movie, but I also had just read about it for some reason. I just read about huh. Vesuvius. Wow. Um, wait, is it Vesuvius? I don't know. I thought Vesuvius what? was like way back. That's 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 Pompeii. I'm wrong. Vesuvius is Pompeii, isn't it? In like mm-hmm. four nine AD. There's some. There's some. The like biggest volcanic explosion to ever happened in 1883, and it's like the loudest sound ever known to man. Zach, are you looking it up? I am looking okay. it up. Keep talking. Uh, but this Krakatoa. Krakatoa, that's what All it is. Right. Sorry, Vesuvius was so definitely Pompeii. Yay. Here's a, a theme where he sounds like he knows what he's talking about, and he's just <laughs> making it up on the spot. I'm just making it up on the spot. I love it. Um, but then we had 1908, which was some, some else, something else that happened, mm-hmm. uh, which they, they referenced in the first movie. Okay. Um, 1949, which was World War II. Yep. Uh, 1944. 1944. 
Or was 49 40, was when Hiroshima was I dropped. I think it was, was 40, it? 45. 45 was the, was the, think, the number was, on the... I don't yeah. do dates. Sorry. And then 84, which is the first movie. Right. And then it says 2021. Yeah. So here's my, my question about you. Okay. If this was like... If all these things had come true, and they're saying that this was all Gozer or whatever, essentially, mm-hmm. and they had that date of 2021... It's a, it's almost like is it a self fulfilling prophecy? I believe Be- so. Because in his attempt to contain Gozer with the well, you know, the beams that like shoot the thing down or whatever, you know, sure. the, the well of dead people or whatever. Um, by building that, he built the means to destroy it and let them out. Well, hold on. See what I'm saying? Uh, I see what you're saying, but. It, it you see what I'm saying, Zach? I see what you're saying. <laughs> but to me, it, 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 it seems like this prophecy of these years are like certain points in time when the boundary between the realm of the living and the realm of the dead uh, okay. becomes thinner. Mm. And mm. there's like certain places that it happens. So like um, in, in 1984, it was, it was in the city, right? In, in that, in that building, right? Um, in this one, it's wherever the hell they are <laughs> out in the middle Summer, of nowhere. Somerville. Somerville. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. There was, what was the, what was the, because there was a year after 2021. I couldn't remember what it was. I don't remember. I don't remember what it was either, but it, it seems like it's, it's prophesized that it'll happen again, okay. right? And this so is probably just like a constant battle between okay. the living and the dead. So yeah. it's not saying like, these are the years that Gozer will come back. It's well, saying I think that like is what it's saying. Well, no, no, yeah, but it's <laughs> not in the sense of like, it's gonna happen. Uh-huh. In the sense of like, these are the years when the conditions are right for Gozer to return. Is that more accurate? I, I think so. Could be. Whatever. Because it's the, <laughs> it, the temple, that was like Gozer's temple, right? Yes. It had the giant statue of Gozer. It had the dogs in it. Or yep. Can we call them dogs? What are they? Yeah, I call them dogs. Demon they, dogs? They, demon, they, dogs demon dogs, I think it's normal. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then it had the, the years up on there. So it seems like... Gozer or Gozer's followers had had built this thing. Okay, right? gotcha. Um, which in there we also see uh, J.K. Simmons mm-hmm. is um, Shandor. 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 And uh, so, how do you know him? Uh, so I uh, I don't know Shandor, but I J.K. Simmons is great. He's been a ton of stuff. He was in. He's uh, my God, what's his name uh, from Spider Man? He's the Daily Beagle guy. Oh, Jay, I did. Yeah, Jay, I know who you're Jay talking Jonah about. Jonah Jameson, he's a whiplash. Oh, he's, okay. He's, he's 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 Commissioner Gordon in Justice League. He's he's a great actor. Um, mm-hmm. He's in it for a minute, then he gets ripped in half. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Just. <laughs> and <laughs> then also, uh, I know that I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but Gozer, I was watching this and I was like, I think that's Olivia Wilde, and it actually is. Mm-hmm. It's like an uncredited cameo from Olivia Wilde. She okay. plays her like uh, the like physical form of of Gozer. And how do you cool. know her? Olivia Wilde's been in a lot of stuff. She was in this uh, Tron sequel, Tron Legacy, okay. way back. Um, she's a director. She just she's doing a film called Don't Worry, Darling that's coming out. She did uh, Booksmart. Booksmart. She's also been in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if y'all picked up on it yet, but I don't keep up with a lot of the actors no, yeah, these no, days. No, it's fine. I do to a fault. I, I love. Yeah. I love doing that stuff. I think it's really cool. Um, but anyway, uh, so. The monster thing comes back because they l- oh they let it out. Yep. That's what it is. Yep. They let out the keymaster. Right. Yes. So Egon leads them to that box and then they g- when they're at the school Why then? Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Because I was under the impression that if the keymaster and the gatekeeper aren't united, 
that uh, what's her face? No, right, right. They literally Gozer. are the key in the lock that right. unlock right. Uh, Gozer to come out. Yeah. So I would leave that thing in the in the in the in the in the underground forever. I wonder if it was just uh, a byproduct of him trying to tell Phoebe who he was. Maybe. And she found it, and then like. Because is he stuck there? Like, is 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 he gone? Is he is his ghost stuck there? Well, until the end. Yeah, but but even well, yes, but okay, but so he can't like. The reason I'm asking is like he couldn't like, he could show her the trap, but if she takes the trap and leaves the house, he can't mm-hmm. like follow her. No, right? I, I don't okay. think. Yeah, that's really not ever revealed in yeah. any way. Yeah, he, he kind of just hangs out. So at the house. he wants he's to just help her. Trying to show her who he is. And he's got some unfinished business with his daughter too. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And then by fault of that, she opens the trap. Maybe it wasn't his, his intention, I guess. Mm-hmm. But they do let him let the keymaster out, um, and the keymaster gets uh, um, Gary. Gary. Yeah. Yeah. Possesses Gary. I enjoyed the little um, uh, marshmallow man. Oh, yeah, we haven't even talked about the Marshmallow yeah, yeah. Man. Which they're just, I guess they're just more, well, actually, no, they kind of come into play later. They're like Stay Puff's children. Yeah, but they, mm-hmm. like, they um, are just being a little chaotic in Walmart. Man, <laughs> I know they're marshmallows, and they're little, and they're cute, but they were, like, killing each other in the most horrible yeah. ways. Well, there was some concern that Slimer, who was the original yes, ghost that yes. was chased in Ghostbusters, had kind of become the mascot of the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was actually true, so I've read, in the comic books or the right. animated series, one or the other. Makes sense. You know, If you're going to yeah. have a cartoon, you're, you're not going to want to have an evil ghost anymore. You're going to want to have a little pet ghost, and then yeah. they fight them. But they did dis- d- deliberately, Jason Reitman, who was Ivan Reitman's Dad. son... Son. Yeah, Ivan uh, is the original. Ivan Jason is the dad is, okay, who yeah. uh, produced and directed the, the original two. Ghostbusters yep. and mm-hmm. a lot of other stuff. Yeah, um, uh, Ivan Reitman, I think, a uh, 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 Jason, the son, who did this one, wanted to make the ghost more evil. Yeah, mean. So yeah. I mean, he literally shoots bullets out of his mouth. Yes, right. Yes, and the little puff, stay puff marshmallows are cute, but they're actually not good. No, right. At the end, they kind of mess everything up. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, they're chewing on all wires it, and all kinds yeah. of it stuff. It is quite funny because there's one where, like, they walk on the grill, and you, I don't know if you saw him, but he does, like, the, the, the Terminator where he's melting. Yeah, he and does. he puts his thumb up. Yes, he's, like, a thumb <laughs> exactly up. a reference to Terminator, yes. Um, but it's I think uh, Gary's realizing, okay, because he kind of knows what's happening. He's like, okay, well, these things are alive. Like, the ghosts are coming. Yeah. Um, and then he finds the key master. And I love when he's like, he's trying to say, hey, he's just like, hi, hi. <laughs> <laughs> and then he jumps through his windshield. I thought uh-huh. that was great. He jumps, but uh, yeah. <laughs> then he gets taken. Um, yeah, his windshield had been destroyed because yeah, they had so opened the so ghost trap. When and it just like, blew he was it like up. leading up on it when he was driving. Um, but anyway, okay, so we got the key master, and then Callie gets taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and the irony, by the way, of him turning into the key master, which is the demon dog, yeah. is that he showed Cujo at the beginning of his yes, summer school class. so right. <laughs> like, he becomes Cujo, essentially. <laughs> yes. Um, full circle. Full circle. There you go. Uh, but we forgot to mention one important part, is that, is that when they're in jail, uh, we she gets her one phone call, and it's to mm-hmm. Ray. Yeah, and, right? and, and, and the police 
guy there says literally, who no, you going to call? And it was so funny because they, I, I felt it coming because they like zoomed in and framed up and the music stopped. And I, I was like, he's going to say, who you going to call? He's like, who you going to call? And I was like, <laughs> he did it. Yep. Um, who does she call? She calls Dan Aykroyd. She does. She calls the original Ghostbusters phone number. Yeah. Uh, which, based on his reaction to her saying, you were original Ghostbuster, he's like, okay, I'm done. It sounds like, I don't want to say crank calls, but it sounds like it's not this, oh, yeah, we were. it was a great time kind of thing. And then we realized that because of this prophecy, Egon took everything and left, but in the process kind of mm-hmm. burned his partners. Yeah, he screwed all his friends. I mean, he, he uh, uh, Ernie Hudson Win- Winston, the Ghostbuster was now a financial guy who was yep. uh, financing things, and he stole from you know he took money, mm-hmm. and basically he had that prophecy yeah. that the original Ghostbusters and his daughter did not really understand, mm-hmm. and but he wanted to save the world. Yeah, and so he takes the car, takes all the traps and stuff, and goes, and we we say it, it says that uh, Winston is like a financial uh, guy. Ray still got his bookstore, and then. Uh, Bill Murray is a professor, I believe they say. He teaches. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he had done some teaching yeah. in the originals as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a really great conversation uh, where he learns that, you know, Egon died and that kind of stuff. And then that's it until the end, which I don't know what else we have to l- left to cover. Um, well, I mean, we've s- we've arranged all the pieces and now it's time to let's see i'm gonna look at i'm gonna look at these you have talking points i didn't even look at them we have a few there yeah. before we jump to the extras. end I see oh and uh, uh you mentioned the jail scene dan Aykroyd's daughter is actually oh, a deputy so right. in so that right. jail scene mm. um which so i didn't realize but jason was in the first one as a kid yes he, he has was a scene where he's saying like you guys are full of crap that's yeah. jason <laughs> my right dad right? says you're full of crap yeah <laughs> Um, I think we've kind of covered everything. I'm May trying have, to see. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, so not we're, everything. At, we're at the end. Yeah. Uh, Gozer's out. Um, they try and enact their plan to, which works for a second. Yeah. So they capture um, whichever demon dog has taken. Could Callie. be the gate master, I think. The gate, the gatekeeper. Gatekeeper, whatever. The yeah. gatemaster. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, gatekeeper. They they capture the gatekeeper. So Callie's free, and they start driving back to the house, you know, getting chased, all that fun stuff. Um, they get to the house, and they it, it's it's like a shot-for-shot shot replay of the first, like the cold open of the movie where they're, she's holding up the trap, and she's they're trying to activate and everything. Right. Doesn't go well. There's a power failure again. Uh, and who comes to save the day when all hope looks to be lost? The OGs. The OGs. Oh, and that, that felt... That was when my heart filled with joy. The, yeah. The, the, the dry humor and the... Oh, yeah, it's great. I was going to say that I could feel that coming. Okay. Which is, is, is a little is a little, little predictable, but mm-hmm. I honestly was like, I, w- I welcomed it. I was like, yeah. bring him on back, man. Oh, yes. Bring him on back. <clears throat> um, and they say, I think he says, hey, Flat Top, which I think is what they called him in the first one. Yeah. Right. Um, that was really good. Continue. Well, Gozer, so Gozer was neither a he or a she. Right. And as a matter of fact, one of the characters, it might have been Phoebe, mm-hmm. actually says, oh, wow, they were woke back in the oh, 1300s? Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was uh, lucky, I think. She said, that's pretty luck for, th- for like 3,000 years ago. Um, oh, and at some point, Lucky becomes a dog, right? Or, or yes. something, because she gets rescued. Yeah. She yeah. does. She does get It's, uh, it's at the, the dirt farm because uh, Callie's out. And Lucky's like out in the field trying to do something. I think she has the the 
I, I apologize. I don't know what the name of the, the, the gun photon is. photon gun? Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah, photon. Yeah, I don't actually know what it's called that. But. Photon pack or something, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hers, like, malfunctions or something like that, and then she gets taken by the, the gatekeeper. That's right. Yep. Um, but I also did enjoy how they blended Gozer's voice, and she would... It, it would talk, and it would, like, go from, like, a female register to a male, like... Yes. It would, like, warp almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I did enjoy that. But, yes, yeah, so they show up, and it's just, like, you have to wonder if they actually were taking it seriously because uh, the Marie, he's just like, <laughs> we could have been such a great couple. We could have been all these things. Mm-hmm. And I love how, like, I think it's Winston, like, tries to... Oh, like, yeah, quick and reaching and for the gun, yeah. And he goes, oh, good try anyway. Yeah, you try. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, they, they're just like joking around. Yeah. Um, but she uncrosses the streams or whatever. It's really good. Yeah. It was really oh, good. Oh, man. It was a fantastic really scene. And, and they actually used that voice. It uh, was not the actor that you mentioned. No, it was actually yeah. a different actor that voiced Gozer. I guess yeah, they yeah. needed something they, like, very they, specific. Like, right. it and blended it. Choose your destroyer. Yes. So, you know, uh, let's go to that. In the yeah. original, when she tells them to choose the destroyer it's they they explain the ghostbusters explain that whatever's in your head at the time is going to be what ends up being uh created to destroy us and then dan Aykroyd, marshmallow man yes okay Okay. dan Aykroyd, ray he has this look that only dan Aykroyd can have Mm -hmm. and uh oh by the way as an aside john belushi this movie was written he wrote it for john belushi and john belushi died and didn't have a chance to be a ghostbuster which would have been a whole different movie but still good yeah uh but yeah so he goes i I couldn't help it yeah yeah (laughs) and then all of a sudden and y'all i just want to tell you because this is where my (laughs) personal feelings of the movie come from when i saw the state puff marshmallow man at that south lake theater down in morrow georgia and i'm sitting in the aisle I literally fell down in the <laughs> aisle laughing. Well, see, so that's the stuff that, like, at this point, I was like, these are our references that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like the, are you a god? And there's like, come on, Ray. Yeah. Come on, Ray. Yeah. Uh, because I saw a clip of the original where, where he's like, no. <laughs> Did she, like, blows him up? Then die. No, then die. <laughs> um, so, like, that's that stuff. But even still, I was like, this is really cool to have them back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that it took the old Ghostbusters and the new team and Egon yes, to, like, finish her off. I don't know if you've seen Harry Potter movies. I know that you have not. I've seen some. I've seen most of them, I think. There's scenes. Uh, also, this is really random showing my, my age, but I used to watch Dragon Ball Z as a kid. <laughs> uh, but there's a scene where uh, Phoebe is, like, she, like, locked beams with. Oh, uh, you're talking about wizard battle? Yeah, so locked beams with. Gozer, and then Harry Potter, there's a lot of times where Harry locks wands with Voldemort and the ghosts of his parents show up mm-hmm. and kind of oh, show, yeah. and then in Dragon Ball Z, way back, I think it's like Gohan, <laughs> the, like locks with Cell, and like Goku's ghost shows up, and so I was, it was really cool, a lot of references for me show up where like, it shows Egon holding her hand, mm-hmm. like sh- helping. helping her. Um, yeah. I thought that was really great. I think it's really smart too to have him not say anything, because in the first open, he doesn't say anything, but also... Because he's recreated digitally at, at, at that point. Yeah, at uh, this point, this is him. I mean, yeah, you're, you're you seeing Harold Ramis's image. And there's yeah. great shots where, like, it shows the lineup again of, like, the old old guard, and you have yes. uh, Egon in there, too. <laughs> the three and of them all, all look to of, their left. They just, like, look at him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. And Bill that. Murray has that classic look where he just has a kind of a disgust, kind of a confused look on yeah. his yeah. face. Yeah. Like it was, I was watching it and I was like, it, there was a lot of great humor in this, in this film where it was like kind of awkward, where they just sort of go, huh. <laughs> like, right. Like it was just like, oh, look, look who's back. <laughs> um, but it's funny because they balance that emotional because Ray is saying like, I'm sorry, I didn't believe you. But mm-hmm. also it's still funny because Bill Murray is just like kind of like looking at him and they're just sort of like, okay, all right, I guess Egon's here. Yeah. Um, but it was great. It was, it was, it was, I thought it was a really, really cool kind of full circle moment where they all come together. And yeah. I also feel like uh, uh, when he led his daughter to uh, the pictures on yeah. the wall oh, yeah, 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 that yeah. showed her that, oh, he really cared for her. So he kind of brought that home, yeah. Yeah. that this is who I was really funny. was. And it's great that she was, like, sh- he didn't disappear until like he like got to hold her again. Yeah. Um, but oh, really, that was the other part. Yeah, the, it was oh, really, was it was really funny. But again, like they balanced the emotional and funny things. Like when she wakes up from being the gatekeeper, she's like, oh my God, I found this lab. And they're like, we know. She's like, and he was a go- he's a ghostbuster. He's like, we know. We know. And she's yeah. like, and I found this wall of, 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 of my life. And they're all like, that's great. That's great, but we got to do this first. Like, yeah. Good for you. <laughs> but, uh, yep. but yeah, I, I thought it kind of came home really well. I thought it was very touching. I have yeah. one question okay. that I hope doesn't ruin it. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so we activate all these traps, and all yes. these ghosts from the sky yes. get sucked into these traps. Why does Egon not get sucked into a trap? Oh, good question. I don't know, but it, so he also went to the heavens. He yeah, he went to the hereafter. Or so, you know. like, I so wonder maybe if these were only the ones that went to hell. Yeah. Maybe. You think it's just bad ghosts? I but see what yeah. what determine is Muncher a bad ghost or is he just doing his thing, man? Right. That's right. I was saying, is he just like just living his life, chewing steel, life? and yeah. letting the Ghostbusters, the new generation Ghostbusters, out of jail? Yeah, like well, he actually helped him. He, yeah. he's a good yeah. Muncher's a hero. Muncher's but they had him in the trap by then. Yeah, again, yeah, yeah. but they let him out. Right. Just so, so he could so chew through he, the bars to get him out of jail. Did he get retrapped? One would assume. Well, it dep- he was already out. Yeah, I feel like Maybe. a lot of the ghosts that were floating in the cl- uh, the cloud were like coming out of that well of yeah. hell or whatever. Yeah, they like made up Gozer almost. Yeah. they're yeah. like yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's an interesting question. Maybe the traps knew that it was him, and they're like, he made this, so he's fine. We cannot and capture our creator. We can't. Maybe that's the creative license. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a movie. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> it is a movie. You don't need to think I, too I hard it was about it. I was like, oh, don't all those ruin ghosts the got movie. <laughs> Except for imagine, that ghost. <laughs> could you imagine if he just got sucked in and were like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> 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 it, took, it took Spangler. Um, but yeah, so then we, uh, we, we wrap things up uh, open ended because we get uh, the scene where uh, I don't know her name, but the secretary. I did not watch those scenes in the credits yes. when I first watched it. Yes. And I happened to reference, somebody referenced Sigourney Weaver in the movie, and I said, no, she's not. And yeah, I had well to go funny, back and watch it. What's funny is, like, I was watching, so, real quick, so we definitely get, like, the open-ended, like, the light flashes, and they're like, oh, because, like, yes. Winston mm-hmm. bring the car back, gonna fix it up. So we're left open up to the possibility of a sequel. But then it, it's funny, it's showing the cast, and it's saying, Dan Aykroyd, you know, Bill Murray, and then it shows Sigrid Weaver, and I was like, wait a second. Her name was in a different color, and then it, and cut, then it cut, cut to yeah. her scene. I was like, yes, that yeah. tripped me out, man. Uh-huh. Um, and she's doing some test that I guess was from the first movie. Yeah, so, oh, so yeah. So so originally, as Peter Venkman, uh, Bill Murray's character, yeah. explained, mm-hmm. he, he would do these tests, and he would 
put these electric shocks yeah. on his uh, students, and he would he was trying to see if they could uh, use their paranormal brain to guess what he was holding in a flashcard that yeah. they couldn't see. Right. Well, he reveals in this movie, well, I only shocked the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and that he marked the cards. And he marked the cards. Yes. So so she's giving him the yes. test. Yeah, yeah. So they're married in this part. Oh, okay. So okay, I've read. Gotcha. And hey, okay. whatever. And so she's like, oh, I want to see if you know this stuff. Yeah. And he's nailing every yeah. shape. And then he tells her, I only did it for the boys. So she shocks him. That's funny. <laughs> but I thought he says that he's marked the cards and then she, she shocks him again. I thought it would be funny. And what I thought was going to happen was that it was going to pan to her, like his perspective, and there's going to be like a mirror yes. or something yeah, like yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like a window, and she can yeah. like see the cards. Um, but then we get a second uh, scene where it's like, um, uh, I think like a deleted scene from the first one where she. Egon oh yes. Was talking about like a like a like a coin. It was a coin. She had yeah. got a coin at a state fair, and there was mm -hmm. a deleted scene from the original Ghostbusters mm -hmm. where she. So there's kind of a relationship going on yeah, yeah. between uh, Egon and um, uh, Janine. Janine, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Annie Potts character. I love Annie Potts. Yeah. Uh, you know she's in Young Sheldon. She's the uh, okay, actress yeah, yeah. that is in Young Sheldon, and mm -hmm. uh, in the original Big Bang Theory, she appeared. Gotcha, gotcha. So uh, <clears throat> yeah, so she gives him that, and it's there showing that as a scene from the original movie that was deleted and then of course you see her still holding on to yep. that medallion that yep. she had bought at a fair or something yep. so she had she had told him that she was giving him one and she was going to keep the other one yep. for good luck and she's talking to winston i believe and he says stuff about how he's like he's bankrolling race car uh, card shop or, or, or uh, bookstore and um that's when we get, I believe, the scene of him bringing the car back in the shop and fixing it up, and the lights are flashing the danger light. So yeah, mm -hmm. sets us up for a sequel, um, and then that's the film. That's it. So, any last thoughts, real quick, on Ghostbusters? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You good? I think All we right, covered well, a bunch. Robert, we have a very important question to ask you. Ghostbusters Afterlife is currently sitting at a 63% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. That's the critic score. The audience score is 94% fresh. So the question to you is, but is it good? Yes. Yes. Yes, solid. Yes. Zach, yes. what do you think? Yeah, it's good. Yeah? It's a good movie. I think it's good, too. A lot of fun. I think this movie suffered from the COVID because it was originally going to be released in 2020. Yep. Yep. Uh, I think a lot of movies right now have suffered from COVID, except oh, yeah. maybe Top Gun. And uh, <laughs> Well, it did pretty well in the box office. It, it made $204 million on a $75 million budget, which is... Way better than a lot of films have been doing. In COVID numbers, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good in COVID numbers. It, it, it almost definitely would have been much higher in, in a yep in a pre-COVID world. And, and the 2016 Ghostbusters that was not well received that one didn't do well in the box did office. did did so poorly. It made money, but did so poorly that I believe mm -hmm. it's Sony Pictures said they would not be making any more. There right. were originally plans to make more from that. Uh, Series that, that and franchise. that didn't happen. That one actually got a decent little score, seventy three percent fresh. Which I, I've heard it was a decent movie. It yeah, just didn't it, do very well. It was a a, a comedy. It's yeah. like, um, uh, is it Melissa McCarthy? Yeah, I mean you have to have you have to have she, she's like Will Ferrell to me. We have to kind of like that kind of comedy. Right. It's it was a very like Melissa McCarthy movie. It had uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth was just like this. Yeah, cast was great, didn't it? It had like Kristen Wiig and stuff in it, mm -hmm. didn't it? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of Saturday, it, like it, SNL uh, alums, too. Right. Um, Which 
in in that sense, because like you were saying, the original Ghostbusters, these were SNL actors that that yeah. came together to to make this movie. So I think they were trying to do a similar thing. All these SNL people, yeah, to come in and but but it the just franchise felt very so different, so near and dear like this. It's tough right. to kind of just start it over. Right, yeah, right, and right. so I, you know, I was really into comedy when I was a kid and a teenager, and uh, <clears throat> people like uh, Bill Murray, uh, I believe. Uh, uh, Harold Ramis came from Second City TV. So Second okay, City yeah. TV came, you know, that's John Candy, uh, uh, the guy that's in Schitt's Creek uh, mm-hmm. with the oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah, my yeah. eyebrows. Uh, uh, I can't remember Levy. his name. Levy. Eugene Levy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Levy. So, so yeah. there was a whole comedy troupe there, and then Saturday Night Live. Okay, gotcha. okay. And for me, what predated both of those was Monty Python's Flying Circus. That's oh, yeah. a whole yeah. different discussion. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So I'm watching this movie as the comedy of mm-hmm. of those people. And Harold Ramis and Bill Murray, if you ever get a chance to see it, did two other movies together. One was called Meatballs, very mm-hmm. early Bill Murray movie. Yep. And the other was Stripes, okay. where they go into the military. John Candy's in that movie. Gotcha. Uh, uh, well worth watching. See, that's for from funny. the day and age when, like, when when an actor could could bring a draw to the box office. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's still a thing nowadays, a little bit like with The Rock. I know it's like one of the biggest stars, but like... A lot of people nowadays don't. I mean, like we might because we love film, but like we'll go see a movie because an actor's in it. Yes, kind of thing. You know what I mean? That's right. a real thing. Yeah, and nowadays it's more like, oh well, is it Marvel? Then I'll go. Yes, you know, like so. Mm-hmm. That's a it's a kind of a dying thing. Like I think of Pig, where it's like, you, okay, well, if you love Nick Cage, then you go see Pig, and it's an incredible movie. Pig is a. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sure. Pig I'm, I'm sure you've seen movie. it. But no. It's a movie called Pig, Pig, and it's got Nick Cage in it, and it's okay. like. It's so he's incredible. an example of an iconic actor. Exactly, yeah, Nicholas yeah. Cage. Right away, you think about him. Um, I met him once. Oh, really? really? Yeah, he was he was uh, going to appear in uh, uh, the Late Show with David Letterman, and I was in New York City doing work, and I went to go see the movie. I mean, to go see uh, the taping. Yeah. And he wasn't in the taping, but they were doing it on a Thursday, and they did two shows, okay. and he was going to be on the Friday show. Yeah. So he actually comes out of a limo, and, and I've oh, got nice. pictures of him. That's cool. Yeah. Well, watch Pig. It's, yeah, I guess I will. It's a drama. It's a very serious movie, but he is mm-hmm. incredible in it. Neat. I, I cried during that movie. Neat. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we established that we liked go- the, this movie, uh, but I can tell you that there are people in the world who hate it. So what? our next segment is called "Every Movie Sucks," and that is can because we, sing that? we can. What do? I think we, we need to. We sing it. Somebody every hates the movie, movie you love. Oh, every movie sucks. They all suck, all of them. Every movie sucks because they suck, and it's every movie sucks. Oh. Here we go. So we, we, <laughs> we, we find the worst reviews that we can find for these movies. Okay. And we I've read them. I've got one. You got one? So, uh, Davidson. We'll see how you react to mm. this. Okay? Yeah. Give us your reaction to these reactions. <laughs> Davidson gave a one star review, and he said, My word, this film is awful. I turned it off after suffering through 20 minutes of it. Then I threw up into a towel and gave up. <laughs> oh, my. Davidson's got bigger issues, I think. <laughs> <laughs> this one is uh, Cinebivio. Whatever. Uh, movies so bad, I'm done watching movies from this decade. Wow. Janko said, half star, Mama, this is garbage. <laughs> huh. See, I'd be interested to know the ages of these people. Yeah, yeah true. That, w- that would be that'd be good to know. Uh, this you know this review says, "Kept waiting for it to get better, but it didn't." <laughs> mm. <laughs> this one says, mm. "This is Matt. This is M. Joseph. It says I watched this movie the way they intended on a plane, what a <laughs> giant pile of shit." 
Oh, oh, man. Can I just say, don't watch a movie on a plane don't. unless it's a movie you really love and you've seen right. before. I mean, yeah. a movie's on a plane. Come on, you're watching it on a nine inch screen. Yeah. Gregorio says, extremely slow paced and boring. There is a storyline about the town founder, which is interesting, but then that character lit- literally gets ripped up. It was very disappointing. <laughs> Well, I think I think the movie does require you to have some backstory, and it probably turned off some people if they didn't have that. Yeah, true. All right, I got one more <clears throat> half star from Tale of Grief. Is there any good movie with the with the title Afterlife in the subtitle? Anyway, if there's if there was anything that would cause an afterlife, it would be this movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, credit for humor there. Uh, you know, afterlife means a couple of things here. It's obviously the <clears throat> the ghost, but it's yeah. also the relationship between the Egon character and yes. his family. Yes. Right. Very true. Zach, you got one more? In my I'm, opinion. I'm searching. So many people like this film. Oh, okay, no. Jesse says, oh, one star, banked so much on the nostalgic factor that it failed to realize that its viewers have common sense. Mm. No, it uh, did not. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh... Let me see. I think that's about it. I'm just going to have one more. Here we go. Here's one. Uh, half star. Probably the worst thing I've ever seen. Not even sure that this is even a movie. I it actually was. I can give them 100 movies to watch that were much worse than this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Off the top of my head. Go watch Morbius. <laughs> oh, yeah. Morbius. There Terrible. you go. Yep. Terrible movie. I'd recommend, okay. I'd recommend Morbius. There is such a thing. Yes, there is. There is such a thing. Of course. Okay. Well, there you go. Every movie sucks. All right. Time for shindigs. Oh, fun. It's time for shindigs. 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 Earlier, we were singing about the news. And it was great. It's actually here. Here we go. All right, let me pull it up. Here is the news. I don't have that much, but I have a little bit. News, news. News, 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 news. Talking about the news. Here is the news. For those of you who don't know, uh, uh, Robert is a very avid singer. Oh, I love to sing. Many of my childhood memories are fun. I have bugged the crap out of Hunter so much throughout oh, yeah. his singing where <laughs> he would have to listen to me. I remember Hunter told me, I'll tell you, say this real quick, uh, we, we, were, we were at a fire, uh, a little fire pit behind his, his, his parents' oh, yeah. house, oh, yeah. and uh, I sang Turn the Page, and I was like, oh, yeah. here I am on the road again. <laughs> Hunter goes... Robert, you really bringing it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. We have we have these little cul-de-sac parties we we have had in my entire life, and guitars always get brought out. My dad plays, or Robert next door plays. There's two Roberts, is you, and then yep. next door he brings out his guitar. I bring mm-hmm. out mine. We always my, I have many childhood memories of uh, the song that makes you think of those moments is a pirate looks at forty. Oh yeah, I, I, well, I that was because your mom loved I hear that, that song. song. I always think of Halloween parties in, in the cul-de-sac, and you and my mom and my dad singing. Yeah. You just unlocked a memory for me. Yeah, um, Robert, you were saying that today's the second time we've met. That's not necessary. That's not true because yeah. I came to one of these cul-de-sac parties. This was like maybe the very end of high school, seven or eight years ago. It was a long time ago. Yeah, and I remember I was playing guitar and yep. there were like five of us up there and we were singing uh seven bridges road and oh, you okay were, you were up there yeah and okay. so we have met oh um, cool. Before, cool but it was all, it was many moons ago yes if i had to guess at any time we had met before it would have been at a cul-de-sac at a cul-de-sac party yep. singing seven bridges oh, road yeah. right, right. <laughs> Those were good times, man um anyway cool so we got some news uh we have the first teaser for the new lord of the rings uh, series? First teaser or first trailer? Because we had gotten a teaser. Uh, trailer, I guess, is called The Rings of Power. I did yeah. not watch it. Did you watch it? I've, well, I saw one that came out like months ago. Okay, Maybe I should watch this one. A new one. I'm not really excited for it. Yeah. I, I'm 
Have you seen Lord of the Rings? I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan, uh, and I'm I'm. I just don't. I don't want to. I don't want something that I love to get like right. Star Wars. Kind of like some things you have to say. Don't you know? Don't touch this. Yeah, hundred percent. So well, I'm skeptical. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's see. Emma Roberts, the niece of Julia Roberts, has joined the Madam Web cast. So ha- I'm not sure if you know all this, but like Morbius and stuff and Venom, Spider-Man movies but are made from Sony. Yeah. And they all suck. So <laughs> okay. Sony I, I wouldn't move with you so far. Not a good track record, in my opinion. Right. Sony's making uh, it's a Spider-Man character called Madam Web. It's got Dakota Johnson, um, Sydney Sweeney, and now Emma Roberts. I. I'm very excited to see what this becomes because Madam Web's a character from comic books who I think is pretty ridiculous, mm-hmm. which fits in a comic book. Um, right. So we'll see. Big names are joining. Who knows? You know, what's so funny is when I, you go back to 1980s, right? And in, in, in my time, when I was a teenager in the 70s, and you didn't really have a lot of superhero movies. And right. then Superman came out, and that was like crazy. Yeah. You know, we didn't have a lot of space movies. And then Star Wars came out. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had a couple of iconic ones like 2001 and things like that. But then, you know, now it's like a superhero movie every week. Yes. Correct. And it's, we have opinions on this. The the zeitgeist (laughs) is obsessed with superhero movies and um, nostalgia from the 80s and 90s. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, look at this movie. Which, it's, which it's and sometimes w- it we works. just we just yeah. reviewed one and it was very good. Yeah, like Top Gun was very good. <laughs> Top Gun really was also very Gun. good. Right. Yeah, uh, but sometimes when they rely so heavily on that, it actually can be to the de- like. There's some things in the new Spider-Man movie. I'm not sure if you've seen it, but they bring back no. uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew and Garfield. That's cool. That one worked all right, but like the nostalgia is like it's becoming, at least for Marvel, in my opinion, their movies are becoming about moments and not about the story. Mm-hmm. Where it's saying like, "Oh, that's a really cool moment," but that doesn't make a good movie, right? You know, so like this movie did a good job of like balancing and using the foundation that was set in the past yeah. to tell a story, not just like, "Oh, look, it's Dan Aykroyd," like, right? You know what I mean? And maybe actually succeed in doing a uh, possible uh, a new generation Ghostbusters yes. that <coughs> can be sequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Hocus Pocus two got a teaser. Shut I'm not sure up. Y'all seen that Shut up. Yeah, yeah. Hocus Pocus two is coming out. So Hocus that's Pocus was a that's a that's a classic man. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was, but uh, I think it um, was a one and done for me. Uh, well, <laughs> not anymore because everything gets a sequel. Apparently not. Um, everything gets a sequel. Cal Kestis. I mean, this is Star Wars news. Cal Kestis, who's the main character in the Jedi Fallen Order video game, okay, who was played by a real life actor in in the game, mm-hmm. is rumored to be getting a show on okay. Disney Plus because why not? They're making a show about everything in Star Wars. Uh, let's see here. Um, some WB DC Ezra Miller news. I'm not sure if you know about this, but Ezra Miller plays the Flash in the movies. Okay. And he's also insane, crazy. Mm. He's had a Good lot of insane. No, no he's bad had insane. Some okay. And in the past, come on, that he's he, like he attacked people in Hawaii. Went to jail twice in two weeks. Went to jail <laughs> twice in two weeks. Um, he has apparently he has uh, two children and their mom living on this compound somewhere out in the middle of nowhere and there's guns everywhere and, and they do drugs. Yeah, a lot of crazy stuff that's come out about him and it's really actually quite concerning. Uh, apparently... Um, Sorry, there. I keep saying there, his. Yeah, because he's non-binary. He's non-binary. Um, so there, My apologies. So mm. there's rumors that like there was a, some sort of eight-part special series that was going to be in the DCU that mm. got canceled because of him. They said apparently it was going to use the Flash, and that got scrapped. 
Mm. But Warner Brothers is still committed to releasing the movie in theaters next year. So he's in a movie. He's starring as The Flash, but the big deal is that it's bringing back Michael Keaton as Batman. Ooh. So that's coming out next year, but now everyone's saying because he's doing all this crazy stuff, is it going to get released? Should it get released? Right. <laughs> all this stuff. Yeah, but they, sure. they're maintaining that they're going to put it out in theaters. Um, so that's happening. Two more things. This is sort of just, uh, uh, and, and I told you so, because we laughed about I wanted to go see Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Mm-hmm. It's an old YouTube short that I got in, made into a movie. It's about this little seashell that has shoes. Hunter wanted to go see it so bad, and I, I just don't have much interest. And it's mm. certified fresh at a 100%. Yeah. And it's been called the best movie of the year by okay. Rotten Tomatoes, which we'll see. Cause it's been, it's been called that, or it just has the highest rating right now? No, like uh, they had like a ranking that they put out so far this year, and that was their number one. A seashell with shoes. It which is hard to say three times fast. Marcel the shell with shoes on. Marcel the shell with shoes on. Oh, that's even harder. They did and that on purpose. The last bit of news that I have, which I wanted to say for the end, is that Ghostbusters Afterlife is getting a sequel. What? It has been greenlit, and it's going to start shooting next year. Yeah, I started hearing little rumbles of that. So that's exciting. I think it's so. Exciting. I think so. It that's could go happening. well. Uh, and that's my shindig. That's the news of the week. Okay. Zach, it's time for your Brave Minute. Oh, it's time for the, the Brave Minute. Yes. Well, the Braves aren't on their long winning streak anymore. No. But they've been, they've been playing well. They got the the crap knocked out of them on uh, Thursday. That happens. It happens every now and then. you got to give up 14 runs in a game you know, yeah. every now and then. That's fine. But we're two and a half games back from the Mets yeah. from first place in the NL East. Sweet. Uh, coming in hot. You know, yeah. they're, they're falling apart. The Mets are going to Mets. Mets Twitter is is I love it. Everyone's <laughs> eating each other alive. They're it's all <laughs> they're all yelling at each other, and <laughs> it's just so funny. But um, yeah, we're playing very well. Yep. Uh, Acuna's back from he got he took a pitch off of his foot, mm-hmm. and uh, he's he's back in the lineup. So you were asking yesterday when is he going to be back full time? I think he he almost was, and, and then, then he got he got hit in the foot. And I think because he was only taking a game off every like six days or so, you know. Gotcha. So, anyways, uh, uh, Braves are, are, are coming in hot. Uh, Ronald Acuna is the first all-star starter that was announced because yep. he's, he's, the, he, he's gotten the most all-star votes. In the and there's like league. five or six other Braves that are finalists for starter, Swanson, starters in the, in the Swanson, all-star. Swanson, Darneau, mm-hmm. Duvall. Contreras. Contreras. I, I assume Max Fried because he's yeah. balling. Ozzy's number one at second base. He's hurt. but He's hurt. He's not going to uh, I'm going to a game with my dad on Tuesday. Yeah, it's awesome. It'll be good. Won't go with me, but you'll go with your dad. Well, we'll go again later. <laughs> uh, well, Zach, that was so brave. Go Thanks. Braves. Go Braves. Go Braves. Go Braves. Uh, Robert, this is the time where we have the guest shindig. If you want to discuss anything for a few minutes, we are a little over time, but we can, we can talk a few minutes. You got a shindig for us? Well, we'll do something real quick. Uh, uh, I, I like to talk movies, and movies? I've learned through this experience of wanting mm-hmm. to be on your podcast and getting on that I, I want to. Uh, I like to pick people's brains on different ages of what movies are important to them, right. and okay. that right. sort of thing. So uh, I'll go first, yep. kind of give you an idea where I'm coming from yep. here. Okay. So exciting movies to me uh, would be uh, uh, probably my number one favorite movie of all time. I always go back to is The Godfather. Ooh, that's I've a, never seen it. Oh that's my a, lord! That's such a good pick. The Godfather is yeah. a great film. Yeah. Have and, you seen The Offer? And and you talk about sequels. 
Godfather 2, two yep. a lot of people say is better, better than, than the original. Yeah. Godfather 3, don't watch. Yeah, there's a show <laughs> out right now that's about the making of The Godfather. I have not seen called that. Called The Offer. The I'm, not offer. Sure, I'm not sure what it's on, but apparently it's really, really it's good. It's a docu... No, it's, it, 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 it's, like it's like a, a fictionalized... Th- theatrical. Yeah, it's like a series that has like Miles Teller from Top Gun is in it. Oh. And it's like it's about the making of the movie. Mm-hmm. So that could be good. Uh, apparently it's really good. I'm, I'm not sure what it's on, though. It's outstanding. Right. Yeah. And for, for, for horror movies, I'm not into the gore and stuff, mm. but uh, The Shining is hey. like by far my favorite horror yes. movie. That's my, that would be my favorite horror movie as well. Ah. The, the Shining is like gold standard of horror. I, I wrote a paper on it. Uh, so, funny story. I took a paranormal psychology class, which is not necessarily the study of ghosts. For this podcast? No, tonight, not today? <laughs> <laughs> this was just a part of my... my uh, my program that I was at at West Georgia, we could take electives, and yeah. it sounded interesting as hell, so I took it, right? Yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, and it's about the, not necessarily like the existence of ghosts, right, but how we experience ghosts or paranormal activity as, as human beings. Yeah. And for one of the, the papers that I wrote, I wrote about The Shining and about the fear of the unknown and how he uses like silence or just like not knowing what's going on so effectively to... To make that film terrifying, yes. quite honestly, without the gore, it doesn't need the gore. Yeah. You didn't need it. Doesn't it. need it's the jump scares. Yeah. There's one point in the movie where it just goes to a title card. It says Wednesday, and you're like, ah, oh, yeah. because <laughs> the music. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, well, the, yeah. On that subject, yeah. Joe Turkle, yeah. played the bartender and passed away. A he passed few away days ago. just a few days ago. I saw yeah, that. I yeah. That. That's a classic, though. He All was right. a he was one of uh, Kubrick's favorite actors. You know how. Directors will get. Uh, oh, look at any Christopher Nolan movie. Right, right. They'll, they'll get actors that recur in their films. He yeah. was one of uh, Kubrick's. Yeah. Showing oh, a picture of him. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can gotcha. you guys see it out yes. there? Yep, yep. In podcast land? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Zach, we'll have a, what's a few movies for you? Okay, so I think my favorite movies, and I have to put them together, but these are the movies that anytime I'm going through something in my life, I'll watch these movies and they make it better. It's the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I understand that. <laughs> I just love those movies so much. I think. Sam Wise Gamgee is just so pure. He's the he's the hero of the story for me. And Boil him, uh, mash him, stick him in, in a stew. stew. <laughs> <laughs> no, but his speeches at the end of like every single movie are just like yeah. uh, they hit me right in the heart. Right. Um, I think Hunter and I both like. Well, I can't speak for you, Hunter, but I really like movies that that make me like question my beliefs oh, yeah. in a, in a certain way, or or I don't know, movies that make me. <laughs> just challenge you challenge me or make me cry or yeah. f- for some reason sure those movies get a check mark for me so one, one movie that we've seen recently and if you haven't seen it i highly recommend it is everything everywhere all at once incredible it is an incredible, incredible. film incredible write that down yeah write that down it is it should be out on streaming i think it's releasing on blu-ray like very soon incredible film uh films like pig or uh, one of my personal favorites is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yes, we watched it together. Thank you for that, that that to me. Yeah, and <sighs> movies like that, I just I absolutely love them. Uh, and then you know I've got classics like uh, I think a top three standalone movie because the trilogy has to be in its own pedestal. But a top three standalone movie for me would be like Forrest Gump or you know something classic oh, yeah. like that. Sure. So yeah, uh, for me my favorite <coughs> movie is The Dark Knight. <coughs> and hold on, is that hold right? On. And it's not—it's it's not because it's Batman. I, uh, Batman is like my character, but I just think it's—if you take Batman out of it, it's still a great crime film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Christopher Nolan's probably my favorite director, um, and that movie I think is what every quote-unquote serious comic book movie wants to be—is The Dark Knight, mm. and is also home to 
probably, in, in my opinion, one of the, if not the best, villain portrayals in any movie in Heath Ledger's Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a little cliche. I'm, I'm very much aware, but I love that movie. That's a great choice. Um, I remember, you know, going through some of the crazy years of uh, uh, Tim Burton's Batman's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. thinking, uh, that, okay, we're done, and then Dark Knight <laughs> yeah, showed Yeah, Dark Knight was just amazing, but I have to second Zach on everything everywhere all at once is one of the best movie-going experiences I've ever had. Yeah, I think it's the best theater experience I've ever had in my life. It was life. an absolute blast. I saw it that, twice in the theaters that movie and, is and not, cried both times. Not anything what you expect. Wow. It goes all over the place, but it still feels like it's supposed to. It just, it, you'll laugh. I think I laughed harder than I ever have in a movie, and I also teared up. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, I've learned, you know, films that I've really loved, or like foreign films. Like, we just watched RRR. It's an Indian movie. Yeah. Um, but... Earlier this year, we did a, a film called Drive My Car, which, was, my Japanese, car was, which was Japanese, Korean, sign language, and it's it's three hours long, but it is just a beautiful film. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, we did Minari, which was like... Minari was also phenomenal. We both cried during Minari. Um, it's hard for me to think of like movies that like... Because there are films that mean a lot to me that aren't particularly like critically, cl- you know... Uh, Claimed. Like Mortal um, Kombat 1995. Exactly. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh, I think we all have our own personal oh, yeah. favorite movie that everybody else hates. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I, I just, I've grown to love films that like really challenge like, just like the perception of the world, but also just yeah. like dive into hard things. Her is incredible. Yeah. Her yeah, her was interesting. Is an, is an amazing film. Um, but I, I, I just like movies that like take risks and have a vision. And like stick to it, you mm-hmm. know. Like, um, I'm thinking of like anything sci-fi. Like, I love Interstellar. I love Blade Runner 2049, which is the new Blade Runner movie. Interesting. So that probably probably one of my favorite uh, sci-fi films. Did you watch the original Blade Runner? Okay. One. So um, did you need to watch them to uh, see it? It definitely helps. Okay. It helps. Um, but I don't think it's it's necessary. There's a movie called. Uh, I actually prefer the original Blade Runner to really. The, yeah. A movie called um, Arrival, which is by the the same guy who did the second Blade Runner, is also just like. Uh, just incredible film. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, and it's about aliens, but it's not about aliens either. Yeah. So I love those kind of movies. The Lighthouse, which we did just oh, a couple weeks ago, amazing. was amazing. Yeah. We just did that one. That one is, it's a very stylized movie. If you like, di- if you like watching a movie and then asking the question, what the hell just happened and doing a bunch of research on it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is yeah. a movie that, that it just yeah. has so much imagery and it pulls so much from like Greek mythos yeah. and just, oh, it's so good. Yeah, but it's, it's it, you know, like, w- I think we also like very stylized movies yeah. like, that have like, it's supposed to look a certain way. Every shot is like on purpose and mm-hmm. articulate and it's like, yeah, so. yeah, I was that way about the movie Memento. Do you ever see that one? Memento oh, Zach is loves. I have not seen amazing. the movie. Yet, you haven't seen Memento? I haven't seen it. I, I know about it. We I had to watch that, that multiple times because oh, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, yeah, you don't know what's going on, and then and yeah. then you put the pieces together. The second time you watch it, and you're figuring out that you know Christopher Nolan loves playing with time. So the film isn't in chronological order. Right, that right? messed and me up right from the beginning. Right. Oh, it's so good. Yep. So so good. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Great shindig. Well, That's thanks, awesome. I thanks. Love that. This that is very helpful. Robert shindig. Yeah. Robert shindig. It's my own shindig to you. <laughs> uh, cool. Whiskey shots. Um, she's not here, but whiskey's great. She's still. She's just lopsided. Yeah. <laughs> but she's doing good. I don't know if you know, but whiskey is kind of sad. Whiskey got diagnosed with a type of cancer. Yeah, I heard you um, say that. But she is still doing good. She's good. She's just, I, I see, I'm just like, you're just a little lopsided. She's got mm-hmm. a big old thing on her side, but she's still rocking and rolling. She's purring. She's still a sweetheart. So I'm glad Dr. Trey got a chance to yeah, look at her. Um, so, so I've been talking with him about, you know, kind of how to kind of help her along, but she's good. She's good. 
That's good. I think Dr. Trey is a good name for a podcast, by the way. Just as a side. We took a lot of convincing to get Trey on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it did. It took a lot of convincing and a couple beers. Yes, that is true. <laughs> to get him uh, cool. Zach, will you theme song us out of Whiskey Shots? Whiskey Shots. Yeah. Whiskey Shots. Yeah. Does whatever yeah. a whiskey, whiskey cat does, does, which yeah. is usually like lay around. Just lay around and. That was beautiful. She, she docks. She docks. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's all we got. Um, anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? Uh, no, no. Thank you so much for having me, yeah, though. Man, thanks for, this thanks has been just on. like hanging out with folks, you know, yeah, and just man, talking about stuff this. I like to talk about. Yeah. Well, uh, I think you told me uh, that you've been that you've been bugging people about this movie. Yes. Um, and that's why we started this podcast. Yeah. So yeah. I, I wanted to know because I knew what my perception was. Yeah. So I'm on a Zoom call mm-hmm. uh, at work. And one of the guys is sitting in his home office, and behind him, I see the Ecto-1, yeah. The, oh, yeah. The, the, the Cadillac yeah. from Ghostbusters. And I say, hey, are you a Ghostbusters fan? He goes, oh, yeah, yeah. He said, that's my Lego. And it was yeah, actually, yeah. I couldn't tell, but it was made out of Legos. Mm-hmm. So he's probably a little older than you guys are. Yeah. Okay. And I said, well, what do you think? Because his kids are like 9, 10. And uh, yeah, no, not that means anything. But uh, <laughs> and I said, well, did you see Ghostbusters Afterlife? So his take on it was, yes, he did, and yes, he did like it. But I'd also asked other people who were older, more my age, and they were like, no, I hadn't even seen it. Yeah. So, right. uh, And as I mentioned at the beginning, my friend Jason had seen it, and he's 10 or whatever years older than I am. I don't know. And he said... Uh, have you seen Ghostbusters Afterlife? Because we're always talking about yeah. movies, and I'm mm-hmm. like, no, yeah, I don't have an interest in it. Oh yeah, you got to see it. Yeah, and we watched it, and it was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, well, yeah. see, like we would bug, like I would bug Hannah about movies, and she's like, I don't care. And so me and Zach <laughs> would just always talk about movies. Mm-hmm. So we're just like, let's just start a podcast. Oh, so, my, my next yeah. shindig is going to be how men perceive comedy versus how women perceive that's, comedy. That's not a shindig. That's a psychology class. <laughs> <laughs> that's That would be very fascinating. We, we could do a whole episode just on because that topic. me and Zach, oh, my God. This is, I know we're, we're way over, but, like, me and Zach, there's, there's a group from Australia called uh, Auntie Donna. Um, and it's just Stupidest like... Stupidest humor you've ever seen in your ridiculous. life. It's ridiculous. Like, just stupid stuff. Yeah. And we love it. We I, are, I'm starting we, to like it now. We die laughing. And I'll, <laughs> I'll, every now and then I'll try against, like, try, you know, for some reason, against my better judgment, to show Hannah a video. And she's like, this is the stupidest thing I have ever seen. Yeah. Not even a chuckle. And I'm, like, in tears laughing. So <laughs> it is fascinating uh, because, like, we have... But I also appreciate intelligent humor. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh sure. That's, that's I think their humor is intelligent. It actually is. It's just. It's it, wrapped it go- in ridiculousness. It goes off the rails. Yeah. That's like par- a piece of it, right? Totally. Say the name again. Auntie Donna. Auntie Donna. Like your oh, aunt. Okay. Aunt. With oh a yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Donna. Uh, but check them out. They're great. Um, cool. Well, Zach, how can they find us? Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at biig podcast. You can email us at biigpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Or you can talk to Hunter over on the Instagram at but is it good podcast. Yes, please say hello. Uh, have you guys seen Afterlife? Did you like it? Uh, what's your favorite Ghostbusters film? What film should we do next? I have not posted the schedule yet because I'm slacking. Next um, week we, w- we will be doing Thor. Thor. Love and Thunder. Thor comes out. Mm-hmm. Um by the time this episode comes out, it will have been posted because I'm posting it tonight, which is Sunday. Okay. Uh, so we're okay. doing Thor, and then hopefully the movie Men, if we can fit it in. If not, then we will figure something else out. And right. then we're doing the movie Nope at the very end of the month. Um, Let us so know yeah. what if you would like us to do a series of movies. We're coming up on sort of like a summer lull in, yes. in releases. There's yep. going to be a lot of re- releases in the fall and, mm-hmm. and around Christmas time. But right now, 
we, I mean, if you'd like us to review something, send us an yep. email. We've been talking about doing some Chris Nolan movies. So we might yeah. be doing that. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Robert, you got anything else to say as we wrap up? I'll just say thanks so much for uh, having me. Yeah, this man. has been yeah. so much fun. Great. And uh, for the movie Ghostbusters Afterlife, uh, I recommend you see it. If you're somebody who enjoyed the originals, certainly if you're one of the Ghostbuster uh, fans that really gets into everything Ghostbusters, I mm-hmm. think this yes. is probably a movie you've already seen most, multiple times. Probably. But if you haven't, <laughs> do it. Yep. Uh, cool. We'll see you guys next week for Thor Love and Thunder. All right. See and, y'all. Uh, go Braves. Braze. Braze never Goodbye lose. Braze never lose. From the podcast. <laughs> Goodbye from the podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye. But is it good? I think the song is good. Yes, it's there it is. Great. <laughs> All right. Bye. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.